The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishneweis.substack.com and signing up today. Today's Torah content was sponsored by someone who wishes to remain anonymous for someone else whom they wish to remain anonymous for an occasion that I'm told should not be mentioned. I would have found some sneaky way to show honor and gratitude to those involved and for the event being commemorated, but I must respect true news when I see it. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the Stoke Jew Podcast, where we explore the relationship between Judaism and Stoicism. Today's reading is from Marcus Aurelius Meditations, Book 4, Chapter 1. And yes, I have recorded an episode about this same chapter, and there's probably going to be redundancy. But I am trying to die to everything of yesterday, <laughs> so I have not re-listened to it, and, uh, you know, we'll see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, the, um, the, the text says as follows. The ruling power within, when it is in accordance with nature, so confronts what comes to pass as always to adapt itself readily to that which is and that which is presented to it. This is because it requires no definite material. Rather, it moves toward its purpose with a reservation and then makes the opposition which it encounters into material for itself. It is like a fire when it masters what falls into it, whereby a little flame would have been put out, but a bright flame, sorry, but a bright fire quickly appropriates itself to the matter which is heaped upon it and consumes it and rises higher by means of this very material. So I believe in the last episode that I talked about this, I compared it to Bruce Lee's famous Be Water, My Friend uh, monologue. Uh, And the line, or I guess the the quotation is, empty your mind, be formless, shapeless like water. Now, if you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now, water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. Okay, so the, the goal of this episode is to reflect on what is the difference between these two um, these two very similar directives, right? <laughs> be fire, my friend, and be water, my friend. You know, they're similar in the sense that they both pertain to taking what confronts you and then adapting and then essentially making the obstacle into the way, right? Uh, taking what is uh, what would impede you and then making it into something that serves your own purposes. But I do feel like there's a difference between the muscle of uh, the metaphor of fire and the metaphor of water. So the other purpose of this podcast, of this episode, is uh, to address something that um, I was actually asked by two different people. Well, I guess I was, uh, it was brought to my attention by two different people. So one of my friends uh, commenting on the episode uh, that I made about the obstacles of the way said, um, he said, I wanted to mention that whenever you quote this, the obstacle is the way saying, maybe this is just my limited encounter with different philosophies, but it always struck me as the kind of thing that people would quote from the South, from a South or East Asian philosophy, like a Buddhist or Taoist kind of, of, uh, of proverb and not the kind of proverb, uh, like a Mediterranean or Greco-Roman type of philosophy, like stoicism. So when you said that Bruce Lee talks about this idea also, that fits my preconceived notions about the ways that different philosophical traditions express their teachings, whether my impressions are accurate or not. It also made me wonder whether Bruce Lee has a particular twist or a particular take on this idea. So that was one uh, one question slash observation that uh, was presented to me. And then the other one 
comes from a friend of mine who is also a half Asian gear. And uh, and he commented just as a general comment. He said, I just really like the way you approach your learning in general. I want to think that the way I think about about Limut Torah, about learning Torah, has nothing to do with the fact that I'm a half Asian gear. But after learning about your background and reading slash watching your output, I'm honestly not sure anymore. So this kind of like both these comments kind of threw uh, into question for me, like, you know, I also like to think of myself as uh, as or not also I th- I like I like to think of myself as as just going based on ideas you know and the you know kabel ha'emes mi amro accept the truth from whoever says it um, but both of these uh, friends of mine pointed out that the the presentation that I have uh, given of these of this idea this one particular idea is uh, strikes them as more Eastern than Western, you know? So I was trying to think about like what the difference is and is, you know, does, does the difference between, for example, Marcus Aurelius' uh, be fire, my friend, and, and uh, Bruce Lee's be water, my friend, does that actually reflect a, a difference in a uh, Western versus Eastern approach? Or are these two ideas exactly the same? Or are they different, but the differences don't necessarily, don't necessarily reflect, uh, you know, completely different approaches? So that's as far as I planned for this uh, episode. <laughs> I, uh, I I knew I wanted to address it, uh, but I didn't know what I wanted to say. And uh, I guess I'm just going to say what I think at the moment. So let's just think about the two statements again, right? So what is the difference between fire and water and saying that fire, when it encounters an obstacle, will make it into material for itself and grow brighter? Or as Marcus has really said, let me just read that again. Um it is like a fire when it masters what falls into it, whereby a little flame would have been put out, but a bright fire very quickly appropriates to itself the matter which is heaped upon it and consumes it and rises higher by means of this very material. So that's on the one hand. And on the other hand, the water muscle, right? So I do think that there's a difference. Um, I think that the Marcus Aurelius version is really, uh, I guess, mastery-oriented. You know, that you're taking what confronts you as an obstacle and you are changing it into a, uh, a means to facilitate your own mastery or dominance. Uh, that's very Mishlaic. You know, that's very Mishlaic is, uh, is you know, is attaining mastery in, uh, in terms of material success. Not as the ultimate perfection of the human being, but as, uh, as the developmental level where we're both at, both, <laughs> where we're all at. <laughs> See, I'm talking to an individual person. Um, in contrast, Bruce Lee... Uh, is not emphasizing mastery, but yielding, right? Uh, of being water, my friend, and conforming to the, the the teapot and the cup. And I do think that there's a difference between dominating and yielding. Um, and I know that if, if, if I were to express this in uh, Eastern terms, you know, the yin-yang symbol of the yin being the yielding and the yang being uh, the dominating. Uh, but I do think that the general approach, from what I understand, of yielding in order to attain mastery is much more Eastern than Western. Um, so the question is like, what, you know, what's the nafgami now? What is the practical difference in terms of, of how you view yourself? You know, is it more advantageous to view yourself as fire or more advantageous to view yourself as water, you know? Um, or are they both advantageous in, in different ways and they both have different benefits? It's a good question, right? Yeah. See, I didn't plan this out. I was just thinking about it.
<laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny because I, I am drawn both ways. You know, on the one hand, uh, I think I'm inclined to, I don't know, intellectually or emotionally, I'm inclined towards the Bruce Lee way of the yielding and uh, working with something again, instead of against it. it seems to just be a, uh, a good assumption that it's going to yield better results. And at the same time, like, there is a part of me that feels like like asserting your own mastery and consuming the obstacle and using it in a proactive way for your own purposes is going to be uh, yield a greater advantage that you couldn't get from yielding, you know? I don't know. Maybe I'll leave this as a question. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. I mean, look, I mean, you know, there, there are two elements, you know, uh, be water and be fire. Um, and, uh, and maybe this is my job, you know, maybe this is the, uh, you know, if you're, if you're going to view Marcus Aurelius as the representative of the West and Bruce Lee as the representative of the East, I don't know if that's accurate. Uh, but maybe, uh, you know, maybe, maybe it's my job to, uh, to really, uh, think about this and, uh, find my own way as, uh, as Bruce Lee would encourage. Uh, yeah, I guess that's what I'm going to end for today. Uh, uh, if you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbishnaywise. Um, and obviously feel free to weigh in either through WhatsApp or email uh, with your own thoughts on this matter. I'm sure this is not the last time we're going to talk about this. Um, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss and my Zelle and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you'd like to sponsor a day's or a week's worth of content, or if you are interested in enlisting my services <clears throat> as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewashajima.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.